The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7 episode 567. Today we continue with part 10 of our series of deep dives into the Force Awakened shooting script. Punch it, Chewie. No traps. No moisture. No committees. Just rebel-rousing fun for everyday Jedis. It's the Star Wars 7x7 podcast with your host, Alan Voivod. Destiny Unleashed. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And yeah, so the old saw about if you show a gun in Act 1, it has to go off in Act 3. <laughs> At least that was a playwright thing, I believe. But yeah, not so much in the Star Wars movies. <laughs> Basically, if they show you the weapon in Act 1, it's going to go off in Act 2. And so we have it with the Star Killer weapon, which gets blasted during this part of our review of the script. The script does have a couple of neat little additional details. They say that for miles around, ice and snow melts instantly, which of course it would, naturally, if you think about it, and that an ocean of fresh water is instantly created and goes into runoff tunnels. Where those tunnels go, they don't say, but, you know, off somewhere, probably to somehow do damage to the environment. Speaking of, they say thousands of airborne creatures take flight at the firing of the weapon. I'm sure not all of them made it out of there, considering how much forest we saw destroyed in the blast so once again the first order like the empire before it showing callous disregard for the environment around it sir anyway (laughs) the um the blast then goes off and i think the biggest trick of the whole script is how they managed to get that fire beam to split off into multiple parts that would destroy multiple planets uh there's nothing in the script that actually suggests how that happened but anyway they describe it as the republic capital system and obviously multiple planets and this is where we see the name hosnian prime in script for the first time and they don't mention any characters that are staring off just uh people randomly senators and dignitaries that's how it's described in the script and yeah that's that for the republic wow (laughs) didn't get to see much about that did we all right so The Republic, gone in a flash. And the next thing that's relatively new, well, actually, this one is not relatively new because we heard her say it before, but I just wanted to kind of flag it for our attention, is when Maz gives the lightsaber to Finn, she pulls the lightsaber out and she says, I've had this for ages. So that strikes me as a strange thing for a thousand-year-old person to say. If she's really a thousand years old, you know, the most she could have had that thing for was 30 years, which we, you know, who knows? Like, did she, is she the one who actually got it immediately? I don't think so, based on the series of visions that Ray saw. It looks like it passed from, you know, into other people's hands, and that Luke may have had it himself before she ended up getting hold of it. So what ages is to her? Like, gee whiz. I mean, that means she must feel like she's a million years old. Um, but anyway, so nothing new in the script until we get the attack on Maz Kanata's castle and actually the resistance coming to the rescue. And the names of two other pilots are given to us just by first name only in voiceover, Jess and Snap. Jess is Jess Pava, 
who the StarWars.com databank describes as a brave young resistance pilot with the nickname Testor, T-E-S-T-O-R, and says she grew up idolizing the legendary pilots of previous generations. I'm reading The Weapon of a Jedi right now, which is one of the uh, young adult books that came out during Force Friday, and it's the Luke Skywalker adventure, and it's actually got a framing thing about it with C-3PO telling a story from back in the old days to another pilot, and it's Jess Pava, actually, as it turns out. And then the other pilot is Snap Wexley, and I wish I could say I'd clued into this sooner, but when I looked at Snap Wexley's listing on StarWars.com's databank, it finally came together for me. It says that his real name is Temin, and Snap is his nickname, and that he grew up on the Outer Rim world of Akiva, and that's when it finally clicked for me. We've actually met Temin Wexley before, Snap Wexley. He was 15 years old at the time, and he is one of the protagonists of Star Wars Aftermath. He is the son of Nora Wexley, the Y-Wing pilot at the Battle of Endor that was the only Y-Wing that had flown into Death Star 2. And I don't know what you remember about the Force Friday event, but uh, if you remember, they said that the novels that were coming out would have clues about The Force Awakens in them. Well, I mean, I don't know if this really was a clue per se, because it's not like it told us anything about the movie itself, but Snap Wexley appears in Aftermath and in The Force Awakens, so we got a new character introduced to us a lot sooner than we necessarily thought. All right, so the next new thing we get is a very small thing, but still kind of an interesting thing. It goes to Rey and Kylo Ren in the forest, and Rey hearing the igniting of Kylo Ren's lightsaber, and it says in the script, it describes it as being the sound that she heard in the force back, that is, not flashback, but force back is how they refer to it. Then we jump to the meeting with Han and Leia, and... The script doesn't really say a lot, and I'm actually calling it more to your attention to say that the script doesn't say a lot in this case. It just says, husband and wife reunited for the first time in years, and that's as much as we are going to get about it. And when Chewie comes over, it says, Chewie moans a few words, looks at Han, and then boards the ship. It is complicated and loving and painful. And even as regards Han and Leia talking about seeing their son, seeing Kylo Ren, nothing more in the shooting script than what we saw on screen. And that's going to do it for us today. We're going to pick things up tomorrow at Dakar at the Resistance Base. Hey, Rebel Rouser. You're listening to this podcast. Maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story, too. Luckily, we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles. Anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com slash SW7X7. All right, let's get to your trivia question before we go. Get ready! Okay, for what? Last time we asked you the name of the droid that alerted the Resistance to the presence of BB-8 on Takadana, and that's GA-97. Today's question, with whom was Rey left behind on Jakku as a young girl? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you challenge the Jedi Council, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And we'd be spectacularly grateful if you put a little something in the tip jar at Patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a test, it's Destiny Unleashed. 
This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars. Unless I'm real, you love it.